Professor Spira, and we have an excellent show for you today. Good friend of mine, Dan Hall, is going to be on here to catch up and see how he's been doing after seven years of being on the path of healing, of going from being in the hospital bed near death to getting a little bit of this information that we like to talk about, the Mucus's Diet Healing System and Professor Arnold Eretz work and uh and, and then he went and did the work and uh and made a total regeneration a really very inspirational story and before that uh hope all of you are doing well and you're staying out of the path of the cops coming at you with billy clubs and things if you don't have a face mask on and if you don't have depending on where you're located in the world uh, things are pretty uh pretty stressful and uh pretty tyrannical i mean it's, it's getting pretty bad out there and so you know my, my thoughts and vibes and support are with those of you that are in places that are really totalitarian in nature some of these folks and you know we i know people in germany and austria and they're getting reports back of what's going on there we have a there's a bunch of bunch of y'all in uh, Australia, I've been talking about the lockdowns and the forced vaccinations and things there. And uh, of course, I'm I'm into personal choice. If you want to go and do whatever it is you want to do, feel free. You know that's that's great. But to be forced, to be coerced, to have your job threatened, to have your chill, your family threatened that they'll take your children away from you, that they'll uh, all the, you know, not allow you to get assistance if you need it or all the different things that they do to just take that boot and just put, just keep pushing it down on that throat as they have uh, learned to do so well. It's, it's unfortunate, but as I've been saying, we got to have some resistance and it's, I'm seeing a little bit more of that around the, just around the world, because what else are you going to do? Uh, they're, there's um, there's no option other than you there's two options you either resist in some of these places if it's not gotten too bad where you're at that's one thing and you can kind of go do your thing but some of these places there, there's not a not a choice they're coming after you and uh and so some of you saw i might try to bring it up real quick uh, the last week i talked about the uh, vaccine vaccine injury and uh, posted up a post. And I really want to thank all of you that checked the post out and shared it. I we got a lot of views. We got over like six thousand views uh, or people that visited the blog post, which is a lot for me. You know, I'm not super duper popular. So, but and I'm real proud of the fact that we did this off of Facebook. I didn't share this one time publicly 
on Facebook because I didn't I already know what they're doing their policies they're total censorship they're shutting everybody down and so I just was like yeah we'll we'll just not deal with that and do our best to just encourage people to share it with friends and family email it and and there's I, I purposely made the document in a way where I tried to take politics out of it I took any uh, didn't not telling anybody what to do. It's just this overwhelming evidence of people that are being hurt and injured by this procedure that we're being encouraged and coerced to take and uh, and to give them a voice because a lot of them were in favor of the procedure. However, they got it. They got injured. And now when they want to try to express themselves and tell loved ones or put their story out there, on the web they're getting attacked they're getting death threats they're is being abused and uh and i hate that you know i just really don't have any kind of tolerance for uh, for that type of abuse when these people these people are hurt these people trusted uh their doctors and our governments and 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 now they're they're not getting any support when they're hurt and so and of course yes i encourage people to check out the mucus's diet healing system and uh, just try to just stay out of that entire realm uh, because there's, there's a better, <laughs> there's a better way. We, we don't need to go through such pain and suffering. There's a lot of unnecessary pain and suffering that's happening, but so I'm going to share a link to that right now in the chat. And uh, earlier I shared a link to our, uh, general newsletter if you want to be a part of the insiders club the newsletter sign up and you are the first to know about different things that we have going on all our activities and uh get special deals and sales and all that good stuff so uh, uh check that out sign up and get your free gifts if you have not done so yet so without any further ado i want to get to our very special guest today i'm going to bring on Dan Hall, who's a professional singer, songwriter, and guitarist, and he's started transitioning on the Mugus's Diet around 2012 after his heart stopped for 40 seconds, and he was hospitalized, suffered from a number of very serious health issues, cardiac syncope, fatty liver disease, thyroid disease, sleep apnea, high cholesterol, and was given a pacemaker. Then he sent me a message in 2015 saying that he was able to get the pacemaker removed. The doctor said, hey, you don't need it anymore. And uh, he was able to do that. And so just one of the uh, most inspiring trans uh, transformation stories in Mucus's diet that I know. So give it up for Dan Hall. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Spira, it is good to see you. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's great, great to see you again. You know, I think we probably last time we were on here was was 2015, I think something like that. And, oh, uh, I was living up in the boondocks up north. <laughs> it was it was a uh, wonderful place to be, but it was tough on the uh, on the internet and Wi-Fi experience. Yeah, yeah. So now it's coming coming through, nice and clear, and uh, yeah, so. So tell us uh, for fill in a, a little bit more of that backstory for the folks that are meeting you for the first time. Sure. Uh, how how did you get to where you are now? Uh, I grew up, you know, 
as a big eater. I was just a big eater. I could eat a lot of food and uh, I was praised for it, mm. you know, so I did. And I always stayed in pretty good shape though, growing up through high school and, you know, maintained a fairly good uh, body size. And, you know, I could, I could do things. I ran a little bit and exercised and went in the army. I did four years in the military and, uh, and stayed in pretty good shape through that experience. And then, you know, as I got older, I kept eating like I was still, you know, moving around and doing all of those things and, and, uh, or, or not, or I was just mm. continuing to eat those same foods that were poisoning my body. Only mm. I didn't know it. Never blamed the food. It's always right. some other thing, you know, and there was always something to take for it. And it was a big, weird circle. And I just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, uh, about 2008 or so, I got up to over 250 pounds mm. and I didn't stop. To, I made it to, I didn't make it quite to 300, but I got up to 298 pounds and I, I was just miserable and my heart stopped. So um, now and uh, I, I was, um, um, I was passing out a lot, fainting a lot, <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, that was no fun. And my heart stopped while I was in the hospital, mm. and uh, and they brought me back and everything. Uh, the doctor knew he saw it because I was wearing a heart monitor, so he knew uh, what was going on and. Uh, decided that I needed to have a pacemaker. And, you know, I, I suppose it did save my life at that time for the time being, but I sure didn't like having it in. So uh, I started looking for alternatives at that point to try to combat all of these things. Then I'm diagnosed with fatty liver disease, with uh, Hashimoto's disease. It's a thyroid issue. And, um, you know, I had high blood pressure and cholesterol and I was on medications for all of those things. And I just didn't want to, to, to live like that anymore. So I started looking for alternatives. And um, my doctor at the time suggested I start eating more plants and avoid certain things because of this liver thing, which was serious at the time. So I took her advice and I started making those changes and I started seeing some pretty good results from, from, uh, I was really little did I know I was on a sort of a mucus lean approach, but I hadn't been, uh, I haven't been gifted with the information mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Professor Eret yet. Mm -hmm. So I went on this retreat with a bunch of guys and we're staying out in the woods and uh, we're playing music and we're having a wonderful time. And one of these world travelers turned me on to Professor Eret was talking about him. So I immediately, I immediately got the book once I got home from this three-day outing and uh, started reading the book and then started making those changes. And since then, I've been living the uh, mucus-free life and practicing the mucusless diet as closely as I can <laughs> all yeah. the time. And, uh, and uh, it has provided me with amazing health benefits. I'm yeah. off all those medications and I got my pacemaker removed. That was great. I hated having that lump. My cat hated it too. He kept stepping on it. Mm. So 
it's good to have that gone and it's good to uh, I don't take any medications which is really wonderful and I feel good doing martial arts which I never thought I would ever do mm. and I've been at that for four years now and I'm enjoying it very much still playing yeah. music yeah yeah so yeah great great musician and yeah tell us a little bit about the yeah the uh, uh as you say the the kook sewell uh, saying that correctly kook sewell is a uh, is it's it stands for uh, national art and it's the national art uh of korea according to the grand master of kook sewell mm. and he he began this in 1958 it's a combination of a bunch of different systems that came from the royal court arts, ancient arts of Korea, South Korea now, and um, um, the fighting arts and then family arts. So there's a lot of other uh, uh, Chinese influences, some Japanese influences um, due to probably wars and conflicts throughout history in that area, not able to practice the family arts, which were held in secret. So he took all of this and put it together in 1958 into one organized system, kind of like Professor Eric did. Mm, <laughs> right. And uh, so it's practiced the same way all over the world. And uh, so uh, I've been at that for, there's a lot of kicks and punches and floor work, tumbling and cartwheels and, um, wrist submissions techniques different forms to strengthen your legs and body to be able to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know it's a slow process to get a black belt in this but i have a brown belt now mm. and uh working on it i have a great teacher yeah yeah that's i mean that's remarkable to go from literally being on your deathbed it had heart cardiac arrest and you know coded and you know just just really you know the, the liver issues just all, all the issues and then now you know on your way you know really dedicating yourself to you know, martial arts and getting to the highest levels and in any any martial art is a significant uh, significant feat and it's, it's 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 more it's more than i thought yeah <laughs> yeah but i'm not gonna quit i'm gonna keep going yeah yeah man well de definitely congratulations on that and, uh, and by the way thanks for doing that thing that you did when you heard that song about the great lakes of michigan that i wrote with these fourth graders and <laughs> then you gifted me and surprised me and sent me that trombone thing that was awesome I don't want to forget to say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're welcome, man. Yeah, I just I was inspired. I was like, because ah, I hear is a lot of those those chords that's in that tradition is in, that's related to in the you know the history of jazz chords. And so in my head, I hear it, and I'm hearing some of the what I used to study a lot, of, like Louis Armstrong things and those the early New Orleans style. Yes, uh, those chords are the same. <laughs> you know, those those changes. It's the are the same forms, and so I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I, I hear what's going on. On the here. on the record that I did, I had this incredible jazz pianist who did who played. It was just him and a bass player and a drummer, and then the vocal, and that that was it. And uh, so he does all those color chords, and you know when the, and when the key mm -hmm. changes, 
he does this glissando coming down and just changes the key so sweetly, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think you can find it on danhall.com if anybody wants to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I might play play a little clip of that. Maybe. Not as fun to watch as ours though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you I think you put yours up the uh not that long ago and then you said they were uh, they put put it up on the news. They did a <laughs> they they ever do that where they posted it up in the um Oh, that's right. Yeah, up in uh, they wanted to use that up in Traverse City. He got a kick yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said, "Man, can I play that on the air?" Yeah, but yeah. even then, man, they had to they had to uh, blur out the. I know. You know. <laughs> I noticed because I saw that. I was like, "Man, they just, you know, I'm I, I'm just the the censors love me. They just they have to censor something." They're like, I don't, we don't really like that piece of art back there. We're gonna. <laughs> I'll have to write a, I'll have to write a song about censorship. See. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Man, and also my skin is so much better now, just all over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and an- another significant thing is, you know, this is seven plus years later. And so, because sometimes folks will heal up and uh, on on different I see on different systems, they'll heal or have temporary relief, but then you know a couple years later they fell back on a not a good diet and right. their symptoms are coming back and, and all that kind of stuff. But you're like going strong. It's like you're getting better. As as time goes. Well, I, I I won't say I haven't I haven't had had slip and falls over yeah. the over the years, but you know, this is just the most workable healing system. No matter you know, if you if you practice it, even if you fail at it, you're still practicing it. Ask a doctor; they're practicing medicine and failing all the time. <laughs> so, but to be able to 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 grab it quickly. And that's all done through the short, short fast for me. Mm. You know, I said, man, and I just have to have to get, you know, get on the swing, get back on it again. Yeah. And I've been able to do that. And I haven't, uh, I haven't fluctuated much at all. I'm happiest though. Happiest. I sing best when I'm, when I'm eating perfectly. Yeah. Yes. That's beautiful. And uh, I have a clip. I want to play a, a clip from the uh, from the Today Show. I, I have that up here. The old uh, Today I Show. I, I don't even know yeah. if I can find it. I'm gonna put these on and watch it closely. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's check this out. Dan Hall. He's 56 years old. He's from Highland, Michigan. So in this picture, Whoa. he's just about 300 pounds. A couple of years ago, Dan passed out and his heart stopped working. Wow. They rushed him to the emergency room and he was diagnosed with a fatty liver. They put in a pacemaker, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, put him on medication for everything, plus arthritis, depression. He was a walking time bomb. Right. So he had a choice. Right. He was either going to die or he was going to do a 180. Right. Well, this guy did a 180. He's off all of his medication. Yeah. He's 120 pounds thinner. Let's bring him out. I want to see. Dan? Come on, Dan. Yeah. Oh, and he plays the guitar. Wow. You wow. have a little ditty for us, we hear. Yeah. All right, for this? Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. Healthy food is good for you. Maybe I should try some too. When we eat 
it will be strong. And keep singing a healthy song. And the amazing thing is he couldn't play the guitar before he lost all the weight. That's right. You guys, congrats to both. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Well, I've been fainting on and off since I was old. Yeah. So what's what's that like seeing the seven years later, seeing the old? That's just funny, man. It went by so quickly, you know? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, man. That's nuts. Yeah, they didn't let me talk a whole lot about it. You know, I told them all about it, but they didn't let me talk a lot about it. They spent more time on the woman who changed up her drinks and stuff or something. Right, right, yeah. We we had talked about that because that was the first time where people, because people were surprised when I said, well, you know, there's like there's a like a blacklist of anything Arnold Errett or anything that goes down this road too far. They uh, right. that's not permitted on network television, and people were like, really? What are you? What are you talking about? Like, wow. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So you were told him exactly what it was. Or, oh, wow. That's great. Uh, can you not mention that, please? <laughs> like, just come and play yourself. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we, we were allowed to say plant-based. But that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, they, yeah, plant-based. That's, that's, yeah, that's about. He likes plants. Oh, okay, cool. Like, all right, right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because even back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, vegan was even that was that was going too far back then. <laughs> you know, a few years yeah, right. ago, vegan, you know. Yeah, technically, I'm not even that, you know, because I, I still like to eat honey from time to time, especially mm -hmm. honey from right around here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the local, yeah, local honey. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, no, I I really like <laughs> like that because that just tell tells a story right there. And uh, well, I don't think people are going to be able to avoid it. It has uh, there's been some pretty good changes, but it's it, uh, not fast enough. And and, um, you know, I, I, I feel sorry that people have to suffer like they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't doesn't have to be that way. As you know, as, as we all know, that have uh, gone down this road It's it's not that it's easy. You got to really, it isn't. There's a lot of things you just don't, you can, mm -hmm. you choose not to do. You choose not to avail yourself of these things. And, uh, yeah. but it's, it's, I I'm used to it now. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. okay with being in a group and they're all having dinner and I was the entertainment and they invite me to eat. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm loving them. And I'm just saying, I really can't cause I'm, I've got to sing and I'll be, burping all over this place and uh and i just kind of ease out of it and mm -hmm. i'm there I'm, I'm present for them yeah and that's that's a key thing i try to explain to people about the social dynamic and just if you're you generally don't have problems if you just if you just you're just like honest uh you're not trying to get them to do anything or make anybody feel bad you're just like hey no no thank you i mean that's all it's usually all I say. That's right. No, thank no you. offense. Yeah, no offense. And then they if they start interrogating me and just I I'll just I always try to downplay it like oh it's it's just this diet I'm into. Don't don't even worry about me. Just act That's like it. I'm not here. <laughs> right. Yeah. At first, at first you could give me a megaphone. I was screaming it from the rooftop. Yeah. Yeah. But uh that wasn't working. People people weren't they definitely weren't listening to that. So yeah, yeah. I had a living to make, so I decided to uh, live a live in a compromised world. Yeah, yeah. It's I found with the with the diet over the years, 
you the the little tactic that I like to do is, is just to keep that that mysterious and you get permission. It's like you you get people begging you for information about it. That's where, really what's been going on. And I can yeah. I can help people individually. Right. I can talk to them. I can even coach them. You know, they they can call me anytime and ask me questions and stuff. And I have people that that I reach out to and, mm-hmm. and help with things, but and that works nicely. So and they, and you, you, people can't avoid it because there are still people that haven't seen me in many years, and when they run into me, they're just like, "Wow, you look great!" You know. <laughs> and um, I don't even give myself credit for for still you know for feeling this this good. I I give myself credit, I guess, for sticking to to something, you know, and all that. But yeah, it's the it's the it's the diet. Yeah, it's the healing system. It's, it's not that complicated. Right. It's hard sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's not complicated. Yeah. So what, so in those early years, what, what, what path of the diet did you take? Like what kind of, what was your meals looking like or your fasting routine? And um, I, I started, uh, I had this Nutriblast thing and I would just stuff a bunch of vegetables and fruits whatever I felt like eating in there. And I would, I drank that a lot. Um, I think I was still eating, uh, occasional lean meats Mm. at that point. Um, just being super cautious about, uh, the fat content. And that was when I, before I learned about Eric, Mm -hmm. this was when I first started doing, trying to just change things. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And that, that did, give me results. You know, my doctor was pleased with how things were looking and I was going back and forth talking to her all the time. Now I don't even go to doctors, but anyway, uh, um, so, uh, then, uh, when I got turned on to, the, to, to air it, I completely stopped eating all of those things. And, um, I, I, I did the three day, I, I did what the book said. I followed the book and, um, um, stayed on, uh, on that. Uh, I think I still cheated with rice sometimes. Um, uh, occasion like fall into a corn chip bag and get lost. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I had to catch, to catch myself and say, no, can't go back there. Right. Remember that liver? Remember that feeling mm. of passing out that ickiness? Mm. So, uh, yeah, hey, you know, that's that's how it, that's how it was back then, and uh, now I'm a lot more strict. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So what so what's it look like now? Like kind of your day of what you're. What well, you're... I don't eat until sometimes two or three in the afternoon, um, and I keep it simple because that's how I like oh, yeah. it. I'm not. I don't like to to busy myself preparing a lot of food. I'm kind of busy still, mm-hmm. so I just eat fruit man I'll grab, that's what i mostly eat I'll, I'll eat four oranges uh for a first meal and then um just make a big salad and and my favorite way to eat salad is with lemon juice on the salad just a little yeah. bit like a dressing kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sometimes i'll even heat up some uh some green beans or some kind of broccoli or some kind of a green thing and mm-hmm. throw it warm over the salad mm-hmm and combine that cold crunch with some vegetables, some warm vegetables. And yep. And that, uh, and if I go out 
to eat, which I do. I do do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll just find out what the sides are, mm-hmm. and order three or four servings of side vegetables. Mm-hmm. And they're most places are pretty good about doing that for me. Yeah. If not, then I'm just not hungry. <laughs> right. I'm not right. afraid to not eat. That's the beauty of this. Mm, nice. I can yeah. just I can just not eat. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a great, a great statement. That's a great, great quote. I had one meal today, for example. I fasted uh, um, Wednesday and uh, Thursday. And then I had, uh, I had um, a banana, I think, and like three oranges today. Mm-hmm. I feel, feel crazy good right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Beautiful. That's my life. You know, that's how I live it. I just keep it, try to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I love summer. I love, uh, I love the fresh things in the summertime. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in a good, I'm in a good state to get good apples. We have good apples in Michigan. My favorite is the Esopus Spitzenberg. I have to go to Mott to Mott to CS Mott's uh, farm here in Flint to find those. They mm. have the trees, still the uh, yeah, heritage yeah. apple trees over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny yeah. the things that get me excited, you know, these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the kind of. <laughs> Yeah, the kind of stuff going out to the yeah you know, the apple you know the apple picking places and uh, I think you guys have some good those Concord grapes. Uh, yeah, there. I love those. Yeah, those are your faves, right? Oh, I love yeah 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 I love those. Yeah, I can't. They're, they're only a couple only a couple months. They're around for a couple I months know. a year. Around I gorge on them, you know, yeah. kind of. Yep. I even yeah. eat the seeds. Is that illegal? No, I crunch them right up. Yeah, I don't have a problem with with those. <laughs> yeah, ask- I caught you eating that watermelon at the festival. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, yeah that that you know that it, we're gonna call that the before times. You know when you could re- remember festivals. Remember when you could just go to the a gathering times. Gathering, gathering times. Yeah, no one had a mask. No one, you know, you didn't right. have to show papers to get in to, to go outside and to talk to people, and you could shake people's hands and hug. And no one was feeling weird about it. And yeah, that was uh, that was like the only thing I could eat at that festival. They had a uh, because they had all kinds of food trucks, but not one truck. And we were was any food? About, yeah, was <laughs> any food? Yeah. It's like it, it, even the vegan food trucks, because they they started places started having vegan food trucks, but they'll be worse than. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is there a salad anywhere? They no, we got just uh, soy kind of stuff, just all oh, yeah. all mixtures, mixtures, and more mixtures. Yeah, mixtures and mixtures, and uh, I'm like, all right. So there's there's definitely when when we when we start getting some <laughs> getting some things rolling that we're gonna you know put a put up a food truck company or something that can go out to you because i i know that not everybody wants to have fried everything and you know that kind of stuff at these festivals and fairs yeah no right there's there's people that want want a good salad and so uh yeah or, or a nice fresh juice yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah and that was the one thing yeah there at least was there was one one year well, at least a couple years there was a someone that had they made fresh juice there and uh of course they charge you quite a bit it's like right and for somebody when you juice every day and and i've never went someplace and bought a juice better than i've ever made <laughs> than i you know that i'll make myself so it's That's always not as good it's like eh, 
no. uh, you know, the only the, the really the one memorable juice that was good that I can't make here because I don't have the equipment was uh it was like sugar cane mixed with some pineapple or something. This was in Miami last year. Oh my. And that was great. You know, so I'm mm. like, you guys are, but that's what they do. I mean, there was a whole lot of, I mean, with that, that was like a little farmer's market. There's a whole vegan consciousness down there. I mean, a lot mm. of is, is a whole different experience than <laughs> up here in the Midwest. Little yeah. chunk of fresh ginger. Oh yeah. Grind it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I use a, I, I use a masticating juicer. Yep. Um, what type? I, I, I lose a lot of the the pulp though and the stuff from the from the uh, but I sure get a good good squeeze. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well that's yeah, the mask, yeah, that's what I have I'm using now. I, I finally upgraded, yeah, to the I got the slow, slow star going on and yeah, I really, really like it. Cause uh there's probably stuff I could do with the with the pulp that we end up with all the you know, the the stuff that squeezes and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I used to I mean, I used to use that. I would freeze if I was doing green juices. I freeze it and then use that to make the broth. If I make uh, make vegetable broth, uh, and that that's that works pretty good. And yeah. it's one way to use the the vegetable pulp, uh, the fruit pulp. Yeah, I'm not as good about using that. <laughs> but, uh, I, I used to when we lived up north. When we, when we had a, a space to do a garden, I would compost that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's this is like the best. Pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, we, we started putting it out in the in the in the woods. There's all these families of deer. Then what? Literally, what was funny? Not that long ago, the city they have like a little, or the township that I live in, they have like a little newsletter or something, and uh, it, it was warning people like, don't feed the deer. Cause the deer are starting to like multiply and they don't, you know, cause there's so many of them. And, and uh, but I, yeah, I love it. Cause they, I got deer that sleep in my backyard and they're all, if I go on a night walk, they're just hanging out, you know, <laughs> and uh, they're not, you know, they're, they're generally not bothered by me, you know, and right. bother, you know, they can smell that I don't have a, <laughs> a meat stench on me. So they're like, Oh, I, well, he's, they don't want us. And so, yeah, there was a, there was a, I was out by the garden early in the morning one day when we lived up north in northern Michigan. And I'm just standing there, sun is coming up, you know, it's still early morning, so it's not quite light yet. And I see this dark thing, you know, coming, coming about, about 50 yards from me, coming through the field on a path that was cut into the field. And uh, I could see, I kept trying to identify it, you know, it was, like a dog, no, too big. Like a deer, definitely not a deer. <laughs> then as it got closer and I'm standing there, I go, oh, that's a bear. Ooh, yeah. And sure enough, <laughs> I knew it could it knew I was there before I knew it was there because they can yeah. they can smell like crazy. And so it's just lumbering across the street, across the dirt road there, onto the other side, and I just went, I just went mm -hmm. and it turned and looked. And I just stood motionless, and then it turned its head and walked into the woods. Yeah. Was it black, black or brown? Black bear. Yeah, I don't think there are any brown bears in northern Michigan. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I forget what time of the year it was. might have been early summer, I think. Yeah. Still kind of misty out a little mm. bit in the morning. Yeah, just beyond one of my favorite apple trees up there. Mm. And I don't mind the bear coming through. Just don't touch those apples. 
yeah, yeah. Leave, leave the apples alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I remember that. It's like the, the old Boy Scout days. We had the bear bag. And if you left anything out, like you're down in Tennessee camping and stuff, you leave anything out, they are going to come through at night and just ransack your uh, – and so, yeah, every, every once in a while oh somebody gosh, wouldn't be yes. disciplined. And uh, you, you got to put the bear bag and put that thing way up in the tree. And, uh, nope, they leave some stuff out, and it's just come back. And, and sunflower, black sunflower seeds? Boy, mm. oh, boy, they will do anything to get those. Mm. I think that's where he went because my friend has his house is, it was beyond that field. Mm. And I think he went there to tear that feeder down and grab those seeds out of there. Mm. It's like yeah. honey to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can bend steel to get those things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a worse worse food addiction than we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the bear, I mean, that's one of those things where, I start. I have to question the the, the evolution because the evolution theories, and I'm like, I don't know. I wonder if it's the other way around because some folks look like they're going in the bear direction, like the way sort of the way their hair is growing on their back and their 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 sort of their physiology. You could literally see them changing into a bear, uh, <laughs> kind of physiology, and um, yeah, yeah, those are. <laughs> serious serious animals there but uh yeah no i love the love the deer yeah we don't have any any bears around here we just have the uh the deer and that's about you know about it for well i mean there, there's a lot of animals but the the deer is kind of the yeah. best and we've right? written all kinds of animal songs since i do this at school thing you know I've been, mm-hmm. i get stuck writing animal songs with kids all the time yeah yeah tell well yeah tell me about uh, the uh your elementary school songwriting program that you man that's just been a it's been the joy of my life really i love i love writing songs with kids i love creating them i love to hear the words they come up with and i found a way to do it that works for me i you know they pick the topics ahead of time and they don't tell me because i i tell the teachers that I, i'm an i'm an addict and if you tell me what the topics are i'll start to pre-write and i don't want to do that <laughs> So I wait till I walk in the first classroom and, and, and figure it out. But I wrote a song with my sons when they were little about uh, it was raining out and, and they wanted they were five and seven. And we wrote a song called Rough, Rough, Rough. It's rough being a dog. Mm. And I just enjoyed creating it with them. And uh, so uh, then I went on to uh, convince their principal to let me try this at the school where every classroom writes a portion to what becomes one song per grade by the end of the week that I'm in residence. Mm. Then I take the songs, finish songs, and I go into the studio and I cut them. And, uh, and then I you know, bring musicians in. Um, pretty good about not using electronic stuff, real drummers and uh, real players and stuff. And track everything. And then take the studio to the school and cut each grade singing the song that they helped to create. And I've been doing it since 1989, and I've written over 500 songs with over, I don't know, 100,000 kids or so. Wow. That's beautiful. Some of them are even good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I always have fond memories of being in elementary school and some of those songs that we would uh, would sing and then have our 
have those little assemblies and i got i got a pic uh, a video up on it's no one knows it's like my little private secret youtube channel that has all this stuff of me when i'm like a child and things nice. and, um, my first grade play and i'm just you can just tell like i'm i'm just in heaven on i'm on stage i'm playing music that's the first live performance i ever did playing those little orf xylophones nice and, um yeah, that I was. <laughs> you could just look at that. <laughs> Everybody else is kind of like, you know, and I'm just in it. I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to be doing. And oh, so, yeah. And that's how it's, yeah, I was always, I was always just, I knew I was going to do this. I knew I was going to play music and stuff. I just dug it too much. And yeah. And so I ended up, you know, when, when they tell me the topic is math, we come up with something like this. <laughs> You're going on to college, you're gonna need some knowledge today. We have to start somewhere, might as well be in the third grade. Adding up the numbers, carrots or cucumbers. There's no time for slumber if you want to know how to M-U-L-T-I-P-L-Y. <laughs> now, mathematician competition is repeating the addition, you see. Division is related and is not too complicated for me. So, multiplying numbers by a load of lumber, you have a roof to sleep under if you only know how to M-U-L-T-I-P-O-Y. <laughs> find it <laughs> yeah yeah i was like okay there it, there it is cool man <laughs> too fun yeah yeah a little and, and the, yeah they had to tell it because i'm always thinking there's gonna be a delay but like it's it sounds like it's in sync like it sounds like i'm playing along uh and, it, and it's in sync because uh you know i don't know how they're hearing it out there yeah we'll, we'll maybe find somebody will comment we, yeah when we listen back and, did it sound uh, together or did it sound like we're a train wreck or sound like a yeah like just out of out of sync because what ends up happening with most live uh kind of stuff i think i heard they finally came out with a, a program for it's like an expensive piece of software that allows you if you're trying to rehearse with musicians on Zoom, yeah, yeah. Or if it's like a plug-in or something but right uh, but yeah generally unless you're doing a ethereal kind of, you know, the long chords and that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't sure. know. I like it's just working somehow. Here's a, 
That's good. Yeah, health, health is and wealth. Said, that was great. <laughs> and uh, DJM. I just keep chugging along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reese says I, I think you're in sync. And so, uh, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's cool. Do you want to do do our song? Do our yeah. How, how about I show you that the, the very first song I wrote with kid, my my own two sons at home. Yeah. Okay. What about the dog? This is called rough, rough, rough. It's rough being a dog. Here we go. Okay. Rough, rough, rough. It's rough being a dog. Nothing to do, no place to go at all. I think I'll take a little drink out of my bowl. Rough, 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 it's rough being a dog. Ooh. I rolled out of bed this morning and the sun was shining bright. I was feeling kind of hungry, so I thought I'd take a bite. But all I could find was an old bone I'm getting tired of eating bones Starting to taste like stones So I buried it in the ground And took a walk around the town Oh, it's rough, 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 rough being done Rough, 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 it's rough being a dog. Got nothing to do, no place to go at all. I think I'll take a little drink out of my bowl. Rough, 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 it's rough being a dog. I chased a cat around the block today. I didn't want to fight. All I wanted to do was play. But that cat just ran away. So I go back home, dig up the bone, and lie down in the shade. Oh, it's rough, 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 rough being dumb. It's getting late. It's almost time for bed. Hey, wait a minute. Who's that coming up ahead? Why, it's my old friend Joe. And he's got my ball. And I just can't wait to run and fetch it. Oh, maybe I can even catch it. Oh, it's rough, 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 rough being a dog. I don't know. Guess it's not so bad. Rough, 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 rough being a dog. Rough, rough, rough. It's rough being a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. 
Bro, a dog. We're, we're getting some dog dog emojis going on. That's it. <laughs> that was the first one that you wrote with the kids. With kids, with any kids. I did one with my daughter after I went into their school, a couple of schools, and uh, I wrote songs. Uh, daughter, uh, she was she wanted to write a song with me. She was home, wasn't feeling too well, and it was the first day of school that she missed that year and it turned out to be the only day that she missed for in six years mm. wow. so he must have been feeding her something right over that time anyhow so uh she wanted to write a song about her uncle's dog and, and i said what kind of dog is it she said a bird dog i said how do you know because i saw him you know chase a bird and catch it and hold it down and lick it and let it go i said oh wow what did the bird do well, the bird fly, flew away, silly. I said, well, what if the bird decided to stay? She said, hmm, I guess it would be a dog bird. So then we, we, we wrote bird dog and dog bird. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I should play a little of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> But his dog I know likes to chase us birds, but we always fly away. Except for the time that the old dog caught me, it was his lucky day. Well, he held me down with his two front paws, and he licked me on the top of my head. Then he let me go, but I said no, I think I'll stay with you instead. Hey, bird dog, now I'm a dog bird. Yeah, I'm tired of flying around. Living in trees and all that's cracked up me. I need to spend a little time on the ground. Worms and seeds gives me indigestion. I want to try something new. So toss me a milk bone and pass the purine, and I'll even try to bark like you. Well, we romped and we played and we chased a squirrel up into the evergreen tree. But then the dog said, hey, bird, why don't you, you know, fly up there? Yeah, chase him back down to me. So I started flying up to spook that squirrel, but I knew that wouldn't be fair. So I flew back down and I said to the hound, for the squirrel wasn't there. Hey, bird dog, yeah, I'm a dog bird. Oh, I'm tired of flying around. You know, living in trees and all this crap up I need to spend a little time on the ground. Eating worms and seeds give me indigestion. I want to try something new. So won't you toss me a milk bone and pass the Purina? And I'll even try to park like you. <laughs> 
forgot how to fly. I couldn't even say. But when I looked up high into the autumn sky, well, I knew I had to do my thing. So I said goodbye with a tear in my eye. I'm going to miss you, my bird dog friend. But as I flew south with that bone in my mouth, he knew I'd be back again. Hey, hey, bird dog, hey, I'm a dog bird. I get tired of flying around. Oh, now there's a tree. Ain't all it's cracked up to be. I need to spend a little time on the ground. Eat worms and seeds, give me the indigestion. Sometimes I need something new. So save me a built bone, but keep the purine. I'll be back to see you soon. I said, save me a milk bone, but keep the purine. And I'll be back to see you soon. Big finish. Hey, bird dog, I'm a dog. <laughs> G-string is getting a little flat. That's better. <laughs> yeah. I'm clapping along. <laughs> hey, bird dog. <laughs> Didn't sign up for open mic sesh, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'll put these glasses on. These comments coming in? Let me see. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It's BD's bike set. I didn't sign up for open mic sesh, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Patty with the, got All the, right. the animals yeah. representing. And uh, Shiny Moon said, rough, rough being a dog bird. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, too fun. Thanks for letting me sing a couple. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Enjoy it. You know, I mean, you know me. I can <laughs> I can do this all all night, too. Where pe people are used to seeing me talk for four hours. They, you know, I can play for four hours, too. And, uh, well, you know, it's uh, these songs are... Um, are precious to me so i just love showing them off you know i yeah. i dig it i dig i dig writing them with them and I, I i love to play them uh recently the capital uh, uh a little third grade class in a town close to me did a visit to our state capitol building and just to go and see the, you know everything in the in the building and um they uh came back and then when i went to their school that was their topic so I helped him make up a song about the Capitol building and they loved it at the Capitol building. So they, they put like a, like a video slideshow to all of the lyrics and every single lyric, they had something from the art of artifacts, some old photograph of when the building was built and the year and all of the different artifacts inside that the kids talked about. And, so that was a fun, I was, mm. I was happy about, you know, proud for the kids to, be honored by the state like that yeah most definitely and uh here's so we'll, we'll tell them the <clears throat> the story of i think this is, the one. is this the one that... yeah the... <laughs> man. turn it up <laughs> there are lakes in michigan great big lakes for fishing I love to visit them. I'm glad they're here. This is how I remember them. 
Just spell H-O-N-E-S And no matter where you are One's always near We could find Petoskey stones Where seagulls roam in the summertime Go for a swim Jump right in Without a snorkel, it'll be just fine. There are lakes in Michigan, great big lakes for fishing in. Who I love to visit them, I'm glad they're here. This is how I remember them. Just spell H O M E S, and no matter. The waves roll in as my day begins by the sand dunes. Catch a pipe, that's what I like. A salmon, a pickerel, a wallaby, a trotter, a perch will do. <laughs> smile so hard maybe cry when i first saw it mm. <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh you can see that was that was before i got the new <laughs> the new he little heater interface <laughs> where i had the uh didn't have as many things on the wall yeah, yeah no so i was fun so cool. yeah, I, yeah yeah when i saw that i was like okay I, i'm here i'm feeling this <laughs> yeah oh man yeah so so right now so you're you're not doing as much playing but you're starting to because it's like we're all trying to come back from the shutdowns and yeah well you know uh 
the, my church gig never really shut down. They, it was like maybe, maybe two months where we were, we were, we were off, weren't, weren't gathering. And then, uh, uh, but you know, they were pretty cool. They still paid me, mm -hmm. which was cool. And I'm not even an employee. I'm just, I'm just helping out with the weekend masses, but they were real kind about that. And mm -hmm. so, but after that, I've been doing, you know, I, I play three, three services, masses, we call them Catholic masses on the weekend. Um, and then, uh, like I said before, I, I was telling you about the funerals. I do a lot of funerals. Not a lot, but at least one a week, it seems like, lately. Yeah. And uh, doing that, and uh, I'm still uh, doing an occasional maritime gig. Somebody will be having a, a function where they're talking about the Edmund Fitzgerald, and they might bring me in to, to play a song or two that I've written about that. Mm. Um, they also want me to play Gordon Lightfoot's song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, because they know that one. Mm. But, yeah, uh, talk about that the uh, the uh, the ship shipwreck song. So you're you're known for doing some shipwreck songs. Well, I'd written a song with with a, with a guy here in Flint about the sit down strike that happened in Flint in 1936 and 37, mm. the uh, the formation of the UAW, and uh, so uh, I was debuting that song at a rally, and uh, in a local our local big house auditorium. There were like 3,000 people there, and, and I was singing the song, and, and uh, the, uh, the director of, the, of Region 1C of the UAW gave me the footage from the BBC of the actual strike footage mm. of you know breaking windows and the women coming down with sticks to stand the line between the, the National Guard or, or, the, or, the, or the Pinkerton detectives that were trying to break them and... and uh, Anyway, so I was singing that song at this rally, and we showed some of that footage along towards the end of the song. And afterwards, one of the reporters said, you know, I, I need music like that for this documentary I'm doing about the great storm of 1913, where in two days, two and a half days, 12 freighters sank. Mm. And almost 40 ships were were almost destroyed, you know, in this uh, in this storm. So... I said, well, you know what? The guy that wrote the lyrics for this sit-down strike song is a huge maritime buff, and I'm sure you'd like to meet him. So we, we did that, and we got kind of dragged into the boat, so to speak. Hmm. Uh, and then we wrote some songs for this documentary that the local TV station was doing, uh, WNEM TV5. <laughs> and uh, then after, and since then, we've been doing more and more um, things for him, because for his uh, documentaries and then he and I started doing a show together called Storm. It's a, it's a lot like you would imagine a, a university lecture uh, who, where the professor comes with a band. <laughs> so he gets up and tells these incredible stories of shipwreck and, survivor and, and survival. And he's a, he's a diver. Mm. So he has a lot of this amazing footage. And um, mm. his name is Rick Nokay, Rick Mixter. And so each of his stories has a has a song about that particular thing and so then he'll kick it to me during the show and i'll sing this song and he rolls footage while i'm singing it's like a live music video thing yeah yeah and i love doing these shows but we haven't done any mm. in almost three years now so we're hoping the soft seat seat theaters will open back up and let us get at it again yeah yeah i was i was looking I lost your audio. 
oh no i had hit the <laughs> oh. i was seeing if you had any oh here's here's something is that i found uh what's this what's this blown up oh my god that's gonna crash on us and kill us you stay in the water so long that your lungs start to burn then when we break through the back side of the way um you hear all four of us just just yelling in pain and that wind would hit you it was a stormy night, November 66. 35 foot waves crashing down on the deck. Torn like paper was the Daniel J. Morell. 29 men and crew facing Huron's hell. Going down, down, down. Four scared sailors made it to the raft. We watched the Daniel J. Morrell split in half. Gale force winds, mice and mountain waves. Twenty-eight men died, only one was saved. Thirty-eight hours out there, man, that's a, that's a long time. I count that down every year. I started at 2 o'clock in the morning on the 29th and uh, to the following evening. And that's a long time. For a long time, you know, I could be walking down the street. I'd see a profile or black back of somebody's head. You know, it would remind me of somebody on the morale. Cool. I'm glad he has that up there. That's awesome. Yeah, Dennis has passed since mm. then, but boy, he was the sole survivor. 29 aboard, 28 perished, and he lived uh, 38 hours on an open raft at the end of November, November 29th, 1966, and made the raft with three other guys. And He only had on a, a life vest, a navy pea coat, mm. and a pair of underwear. No shoes, mm. no shirt, no clothes. Um, but I think it was the life vest underneath the Navy peacoat that probably insulated him and saved his life. The other three mm. froze in their own clothing throughout the ordeal. But there were 60-mile-an-hour winds, 35-foot seas coming down on them, freezing cold. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's one thing I don't I don't like to mess with. I'm not I'm not a big boat person. I'm no, not me either. Put me out. I like little boats, they're cool. <laughs> I'd find me in a canoe or a rowboat or something. And I'm I'm the type of person I'm I'm cool as long as I can see if I can see the coast, I can I can swim there. <laughs> whether uh, you know, it's like all right, as long as I can see it, unless there's some riptides or current or something like that, I can I can get to where I can see. But if I'm way out in the middle of something, it's nah. <laughs> right. It's not, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, and uh, and Frank Mays, another another survivor. He and Elmer Fleming survived the uh, the Carl D. Bradley shipwreck in 1958. There were two survivors, 35 aboard, 33 perished. Mm. And uh, um, so Dennis, the guy you saw in the video, he uh, organized a trip 
for him and, and Frank Mays, the survivor of that Bradley wreck of 58, myself and some other people who had some video gear and uh, took us on like a four day trip aboard the Roger Blau, which is a like 800 and some foot freighter. Mm. So, and for both of those guys, since their ordeals, it was their first time aboard a freighter. Wow. <laughs> so imagine that it was trippy. We had a blast though. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So you how shallow to... they are is why they get so dangerous. Because yeah, if any freighter, if you turned it nose down, everywhere in the Great Lakes, except a couple of spots in Lake Superior, mm-hmm. if, you, if it hits bottom, the nose hits bottom, the bow, it would still be sticking up out of the water. That's how shallow the lakes are in perspective. Wow. Because even the Fitzgerald's six hundred and some feet long, and she sank in five hundred thirty-five feet of water. Hmm. Yeah, and that's why they get so treacherous and <clears throat> nasty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always been a little just you know growing up like because I used to <laughs> used to watch all kinds of horror films and all that kind of stuff. Like something that really actually made me nervous is Titanic. Yeah, you know how it's gonna end, you know, like you know how it's gonna go, but it's just like watching it, like ah, it's over. <laughs> There's nothing you can. Nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. Except for, I guess, those handful of people. Yeah, we there. even wrote a Titanic song. Couldn't resist, you know, when they put yeah, the movie yeah. out. It was like, you know. Yeah. Actually, we wrote it before the movie. So when the one scene where the woman is sort of floating in the water with her gown and stuff, that mm. there's one of our verses. So we had the song before the movie. One of mm. our verses sounded, it would have been a great video for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, so many songs, so little time. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the and I like about that in in your music is like telling a story. It's like the 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 art of storytelling is this like this long lost art nowadays. Everybody's a lot of music doesn't tell any stories. It's uh, and so yeah, it's like draws you in and that's that that folk tradition where you tell telling a story. I think that's why I get hooked on uh, I get hooked on working with kids because it's like community-based storytelling we're working together to tell a story together and everybody has an equal input into it Um, and i make that happen in the classroom when i'm with them i I make sure the other kids are listening to whoever's speaking at the time Hmm. like undivided you know heavy eye contact listening to what they're saying because Mm -hmm. they may have a bad idea you know Mm -hmm. um but it will inspire you to think of something that might work better you know for Mm -hmm. the song because they're writing a song so we're so we're all doing it. And if he hadn't said that or she hadn't said that, you wouldn't have thought of this. Yeah. So, Got to be together in the whole thing. <clears throat> yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of a lot of fun and and especially <clears throat> just bringing the music to, to young people because there's so many school districts and they that just, you know, they're canceling and getting rid of music departments. They're not bringing in musicians or bands or special music musical speakers anymore it's just getting there are dis- precious few you're right yeah it's, it's getting getting so flat it's like taking any the the, the color because if you take take art out of our lives then it's just a dull 1984 type of existence which is i guess what they're trying to get us into now but yeah right or or, or they'll 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 force them to to spend so much time on these other topics like 
and then I'll be forced to write songs about them. Like, for example, you imagine fifth graders, what's your topic? Responsibility. Oh, great. I bet that'll be a blast to write about. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, but I'll give you a piece of this, man. We, okay. we did. Mr. and Mrs. Jones called me up today on the phone. They told me they were leaving because they had to go to Sweden and they couldn't leave their llama alone. They asked me if I would agree to watch their llama Louis. I told them I would do it, can't be much to it, and I think that llama likes me. I'm responsible. You can count on me. I'm responsible. Accountability. I will never let you down. I'm the one to have around. I'm responsible. I'm going to clean up my room. Sweep up my clothes with a broom. Get reacquainted with my floor. Open up the door, let some air into this temple of doom. I think my parents agree. A clean room is better for me. And I told them I would keep it clean and they believe it. Now I get to watch TV. That's right, I'm responsible. You can count on me, I'm responsible. Accountability. I will never let you down. I'm the one to have around. I'm So much better than my lip trombone. <laughs> yeah, but no, but that's that's a pretty yeah. We're taking like like okay, responsible responsibility, and then uh, yeah, coming up with that. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, here's here's even a worse one. Do we have time to do one more? Yeah. Song. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I go into this first grade classroom, and their topic's even worse. It's dental hygiene. Mm. I'm going. No, man. No way. So we start writing words down. They're telling me all about what they learned about dental hygiene, brushing and flossing and going to the dentist and eating better food and blah, blah, blah. So, wait, this is the food show. That's important. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, uh, so Professor Eric's uh, diet system uh, inspired me so much that I even changed the words to some of the foods in the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started writing it and we wrote, flossing and brushing is good for my teeth. And we kept kind of trying to, we were all just exhausted trying to find, mm -hmm. and we, it was just lame. So I said, let's just try singing it again. Sing it like a pirate. So then we did. Flossing and brushing is good for me teeth. Oh, and that changed everything. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we ended up, the song almost wrote itself. Uh, so we wrote the Healthy Tooth Pirate. All right, I'm going to wear my voice out, but it's still fun. Flossing and brushing is good for me teeth. Apples and oranges taste nice and sweet. I've given up suckers, I'm drinking less pop. I'm a healthy tooth pirate, I'm smiling a lot. I'm a healthy tooth pirate, my teeth are all right. I brush after eating, I floss every night. So if you take care of your teeth just like me, a healthy tooth pirate you'll be, you'll be. A healthy tooth pirate you'll be. Squash is delicious, says old Captain Jones. Broccoli is tasty and good for me bones. I went to the dentist and she said to me, Your teeth look so healthy, shiny and clean. I'm a healthy pirate, my teeth are all right. I brush after eating, I floss every night. So if you take care of your teeth just like me, a healthy tooth pirate you'll be, you'll be. A healthy tooth pirate you'll be. Now, fluoride's important, but what does it do? It hardens enamel, fights cavities too. Mouthwash makes breath fresh, bad germs run away. So it's no plaque for me, boys, at least not today. I lost two baby teeth just yesterday. I told the tooth fairy it's time to pay. Pirates need gold coins and treasures to find. Look under me pillow, the money's all mine. I'm a healthy tooth pirate, my teeth are all right. I brush after eating, I floss every night. So if you take care of your teeth just like me, a healthy tooth pirate you'll be, you'll be. A healthy tooth pirate you'll be, you'll be. A healthy tooth pirate you'll be. <laughs> Fire on the poop deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard there. Now, I don't know. Somebody's getting it. Let me say something about the fluoride. I don't know if we're. <laughs> that's really, what yeah. they learn. That's that's what they that's what they <laughs> I always 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 bro I always do the eye bro like a fluoride's important <laughs> right. do. and uh see Patty said that we should do a song on colon hygiene. <laughs> we do, we need to do that. 
Yeah. 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 We, we should definitely do that. Do a little. Hello, little... fourth grade. And uh, my yeah. name is Mr. Dan Holland. Today, <laughs> joining me is Professor Spira. And uh, we walk in, have some, have like a big cartoonish enema bags. And That's right. Yeah. Big, la- li- li- big lemons and. And, uh, right and some <laughs> combination salads and things and uh, yeah do you know what this is for boys and girls yes <laughs> which they the really it's the key it's, the, it's yeah. one of the keys to longevity man yeah <laughs> you know that that should be like kindergarten you know first grade you learn how to how to clean your enema bag good and right oh that's right how to, how to it, it was funny because what you know when i was little <clears throat> My mother and grandmother, they, they would treat us if we were if we weren't feeling well. With uh, they would give us enemas mm-hmm. then. Yeah. 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 That's that's like the, the, a lot of For, the, a forgotten thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I even grew up with the and not really knowing what it was, but that animal bag on the in the bathroom in my grandma's house up on the uh, door, the bathroom. Absolutely. Door. And. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've we've lost that. I mean, we're get we're getting it back, but I mean, in terms right. of, I mean, that used to be just everybody. Like, no matter how bad you ate, it was like that enema bag was there, and if you would get constipated and sick or whatever, it'd be you know enema bag time. And yeah, you can certainly improve your improve your current situation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely. Yeah, it can can make things a lot better, and that's the kind of because that uh, yeah. Do you do you, you have any songs like uh, juicing songs or any kind of the diet diet? You know, the yeah, diet the one diet. I did the the there was there was more to that one on the Today Show, um, about about making choices. But the, I wrote this back before I ever heard about the Mucus Society Healing System. Mm. But we wrote uh, healthy food is good for you. Maybe I should try some too. When we eat it, we'll be strong. I keep smiling all day long. Apples, carrots. I think we wrote apples, carrots, bread, and steak. <laughs> eat. I think I changed it to this. Yeah. Apples, carrots, and a smoothie shake. Yeah. Eat these things and don't eat cake. Right. If you do this, you'll be strong. I keep singing a healthy song. I went to a party. I had to make a choice. I know broccoli is good for me, but ooh, that cake looks moist. Time for my decision. You'll be so proud of me. I left the cake sitting on the table and ate the broccoli. Healthy food is good for you. Maybe I should try some too. Cause when we eat it, we'll be strong. Keep smiling all day long. Apples, carrots, and a smoothie shake. Eat these foods and don't eat cake. If you do this, you'll be strong. Keep singing a healthy song. Went with my mama to the grocery store. 
junk food tempting me. I asked my mama, could we buy some chips? She said, how about some celery? I said, celery? Yeah, with some almond butter, raisins on the top. Once you start to eat like this, it's pretty hard to stop. Whoa, the movies to see happy feet I can't remember the rest of these words to make the song complete could you say that everybody can improve their lives everything they eat goes in and comes out the other don't be afraid to clean your colon. Healthy food is good for you. We'll get there. Maybe I should try something. When we eat it, we'll be strong. Keep singing a healthy song. A healthy song. A healthy song. My favorite. A healthy song. A healthy song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool to hear to hear the the full version of that. Yeah, it's. I, uh, I've heard the shortened one that you play. You did on the Today Show, like the short. You know, I've heard I heard that a bunch, but I never heard the whole song. They they were supposed to pay me a dollar. For, for royalty, for I had to sign an agreement, but they never paid me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that right. sounds about right. That's <laughs> you know, yeah, here's your dollar. For yeah. a dollar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Well, hey, man, it has been a pleasure having you on here. And well, I've been I, smiling the whole time. It's fun to be with you. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's, all your listeners. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got ten percent battery life left on this phone. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most, most definitely. It's the Thank you for listening to my songs and for having me on your show. Hey man, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure and a privilege. Reese says, if the two of you make an album together, I'll buy it. <laughs> I'm in, man. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. Yes. Yeah, I'm down. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll get Brother Air to play the drums for us. Yeah, get Brother Air in. And, yeah. I know he can swing. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> yeah you get, you I'll come it. down. We'll have to go up to jam. I'll come down. Yeah, yeah. It's no a short problem. drive, really. Yeah, yeah. It's not not that exactly. It's not not too bad. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. We might have to get, get you down here to Air Day this year. You know, we, we, we yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might be the ticket right there. So, uh, so yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for coming out i know i appreciate it i know the the audience here appreciates it and 
uh, yeah, keep uh, keep doing your thing, man. Really uh, an inspiration to a, a lot of people. You know, as I know a lot of people that are out there that were in similar circumstances that you were in and they don't feel like there's anything they can do and they're just kind of feel stuck. And sometimes that can just really help to see someone like yourself that just like you were there. But now, you know, you, you found the key and and the key is you you did the work. And that's what I had to emphasize to people is like you didn't just sit back and kind of feel for, sorry for yourself and be like, oh, I can't do that. That's too hard. You just went right in like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm doing this. And, and, the, and the only change I, I, I made was food. Mm-hmm. It really was. I, I wasn't doing any serious exercising or anything when mm-hmm. I when you know, you know, to, to make the weight loss happen. I wasn't running right. and doing crazy stuff. And I'm doing it now, but I wasn't. Right, doing it. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, uh, see how Patty says, thank you and great music. Thanks for supporting my music too. I appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And check out Dan's, uh, his, his information. You got, uh, was that, D- uh, Dan, Dan Hall, Dan Hall.com. Dan Hall.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dan Hall.com. And I think you're on uh, Facebook and uh but yeah check check him out and he's got some albums out he's got uh, a lot of a lot of great music videos and things from uh from his yeah you can also see career. here here's some songs at danhall.bandcamp.com okay yeah thanks again yeah most definitely so all right so uh yeah until till next time i will uh be talking with you real soon and uh and to everybody out there thank you for tuning in and uh and again sign up for the insiders club if you have not done so yet stay plugged in so that you can hear about things like this where we have a beautiful guest on you can uh stay abreast of what's going on and uh and see down below for all this we've got a e-course sale going on right now for uh was it 70 70 or 80 percent off the e-course Mucus Diet Healing System e-course. If you're interested in that, take advantage of that. Uh, the link down below. So, uh, so, yeah. Until next time. Peace, love, and breath. It's free. <laughs> we are mucus free. <laughs> we are mucus free. Yeah.